These interviews have taught me a lot about my parents. I finally understand so many things that have been affecting me for years, but I never knew why. Starting with the fact that my mother was raped and that she also had an abortion at one point in her life. Um, I didn't know either of those things and learning them, it made me understand why she acted the way that she did and so did learning about her experience with her divorce. I mean, her father abandoned her and she didn't feel good about herself in plain words. Like that's the simplest way to put it. And I've struggled with a lot of those feelings as well, especially in my like late teen years and early 20s. Um, I've been sexually assaulted. I was pretty recently sexually assaulted. And learning that about my mother really just made me wish that she was here and that we could talk about it because sometimes it feels like there's no one I can talk to about it because some people don't go through it, but a lot of people have. And I just admire her so much because she was a really good mom. She really did love me and my brothers so much, and she just wanted to give us a better life. I also learned the same thing about my dad, that he felt really rejected and unloved and abandoned by his own father, and no child deserves to be treated that way. I didn't know about what a change my mother had instilled in my father. I really had no idea because he never expressed to me, your mom turned my whole life around, even though that is something that he should have expressed. I think that he knew it on some level, but I also think that all of those changes that he made to be with her were for her rather than himself. And if you change yourself for someone else and you put all of your self-worth into how they see you and them being with you, when they leave you because you're not doing enough, even though you do feel like you're doing enough, your whole world falls apart because you didn't do anything to change for yourself. And so you can't be alone in that. And my dad could not handle being alone with himself, especially after all of the, that he and my mom had been through together. It makes a lot of sense. And he needed her, he needed us to make him feel better about himself, which, but ultimately we are all responsible for ourselves and our own choices. And my dad had a lot of people who loved him and were there for him. He had kids who loved him and were there for him in the way that children are. But none of that was enough because he didn't like himself. And he wasn't willing to do what it takes to learn to like himself. I know it's harder, maybe it's harder for some people, but I've had to do that, especially really recently. I stopped drinking and I have to do affirmations every single day to
to prove to myself that I'm even worth anyone's love, any good things, anyone's time, my own time. And it's not easy, but it's worth it. I had to stop drinking because all I was doing was ruining my own life because I didn't think that I was worth having a good life. And I know that my dad felt that way. But I didn't I don't think that he made any of the changes that you have to make because they're hard and it's easier to be miserable and that's what you wanted to do. And that's what he was feeling when he decided to kill my mom. And I really do think that he made that decision before he went to counseling. I know his sisters think one thing and they are totally allowed to think that. And I I think that my dad, he made the decision, but I don't think that he knew or considered how it was going to affect everyone else. I think that whatever he thought about what was going to happen was nothing compared to what has happened, what the reality is like to live without Carol Jean for everyone. Because we all loved her. Every single person, all of his siblings, his mom, all of her siblings, her mom, her dad, me and my brothers, the people who my dad said that he loves the most in the whole entire world, We loved her and she's gone. So I can know that my dad killed my mom and took away the two most important people in my life, but I can also love my dad. And I haven't forgiven him. Like, it's not in the past tense, but I am willing to forgive him. And I think that that's all you really can do is just be willing and make an effort every day to know and accept that he was doing the best that he could at the time with his thoughts and knowledge and experience. And he made a mistake, ultimately. And we all will die. Every single one of us will die at some point. This is just how my mom died, in the worst way possible. I feel a lot of relief having answers to some of these questions now. Another big one is the situation with Mike because me and Maxwell were really close to Mike when we were children. Like, it's all true. I spent a ton of time at my grandma's house and Mike is best friends with my grandma's sister, Carol Ann. And he'd always be down at the house. He's so much fun. He's great with kids. He would play with us. He'd take us hiking, you know, like everything. Mike was always there and I really loved him. And then I remember he was just gone and asking my mom about it and her being, her telling us, your dad doesn't want you to see Mike anymore. And me at the time just thinking like maybe there had been some sort of fight or something, but like it would go away. 
but it really didn't and we didn't spend time with Mike for a long long time eventually as we got older he did we did see him around again but it was never the same because a part of me felt like I always felt like I couldn't talk to him at all like I would be betraying my dad if I did and that I had done something wrong in that situation as well and then come to find out that I do think that my dad was threatened by how close his kids were to someone who wasn't their father basically and he couldn't handle that and I think he just said that and my mom just stuck by him and that was that and it just kind of ruined that for me and it was just like another like chip away at my innocence and my childhood because suddenly I couldn't see someone for no reason like there was nothing nothing Mike ever did to me that made me uncomfortable I can't speak for my brothers but I don't think that he was inappropriate with us ever and she can't come back but that doesn't mean that we stop going we stop going on with our lives and that also doesn't mean that I don't love my dad a sign of emotional maturity is being able to hold two opposing ideas in your mind and accept both of them as true but knowing that now having an answer to that question or why why I've always felt like I had to be emotionally distanced from that person who is now once again really close with our family it explains so much and I can work on removing that bias from my subconscious and that is something that I want to do and now I know why I carry so much shame about so many different things and I can let that go really sucks and I hope and it has been expressed to me that in having these conversations my relatives have had the chance to voice things that they've wanted to voice for a really long time but didn't know when or where was the right time to do it and so I think it is really beneficial for all of us and I do plan on continuing these conversations with everyone and I think lastly my biggest takeaway is that we don't know anything about each other just as a human species and that you never know what someone is going through like my aunt Mona when she was talking about talking to my mom and how she felt like she couldn't suggest her having an abortion she said because my mother was so catholic or was perceived as such Mona had no idea that my mom had already had an abortion I don't know what choice she would have made if Mona had even suggested that, 
I do think that she wanted to have Kurt ultimately like and we are all so happy that she did but Mona didn't know everything about my mom and we don't know everything about anyone we only know the things that they choose to share and I think sometimes our perceptions get in the way of us seeing people for who they really are and so I think it's important that we're all transparent with our emotions and our backgrounds and where we're coming from because it makes things a lot easier. I've also learned that it's really important for myself to just keep working on my emotional wounds and healing from those in order to stop myself from hurting other people in the future because I don't think that my dad was intentionally trying to hurt anyone but I think he was in so much pain that he didn't know how to stop and it's easier if you're miserable to just make everyone else feel miserable and if you already think that people don't like you you already feel rejected you might as well act in accordance to that to ensure that they really don't like you and I don't want to be that way and so I'm gonna keep going to counseling and I'm gonna start I've I've started to expect more in my relationships from other people especially with my romantic partners because you have to want more for yourself and you have to know your own sense of worth in order to avoid falling into these really bad situations and that's what I want to do and I don't know I hold on to the fact that I do think that my mom is here with us everywhere like there are just things where I don't know I've asked for her support or to get like signs that she's around and she sends them and in my darkest worst most horrible times I know that she's with me and that everything is gonna be okay because the worst has already happened and I can handle anything and so can my family and learning about all of this has just shown me that I need to keep working and do my best to be a good person for myself first and foremost and also for my brothers and what they do with that and with their own lives is up to them but I will always be here for them and I will always always support them because that's what you have to do that's what I have to do as their sister Thank you.